I think I've got short word tonight in the context of my short word, I think. Let me start since there's been a, um, a direction toward grace. I have listened to, and there's no way to catch up actually. There's a lot going on on Periscope. So um, I try my best. Sometimes I have to say hello in this place and quickly say hello. Wow, powerful. And then go back. And it's actually powerful. So it's, it's been awesome though because every word, and that's why if I don't mention your name, it's not because I didn't see you. Um, it's because it's a lot. But just today alone, I've listened, I've heard to, thank you, the comment is fine now. I've heard to um, listen to like Pastor Kramer twice. Um, I know he kept saying that he, he does it. He said he, he planned a note out and it went left. I think it went just right because if you were reading your note, Kwame Pastor, I don't think I would listen. I'm just going to be like, yeah, that's good. It's a good word, possibly. But that was spiritual. Now, what that made me know and what I'm discovering with the Nation Family, Spark Nation Family right now, is that now I know you get it. I can see it. And of course, by now you should know me as someone that if you don't, I'm, I'm going to be putting it in your face that you don't. I see it. I see people's heart and mind enlightened. This time last year, you haven't got it. But you get it. I can hear it. I can feel it. I can see it. Now, you get it don't mean we are now where we're going. No. It means we can now start. Because I'm listening to everyone. It's like something has snapped open. It's like a butterfly had come out of the cocoon, about to fly. So I hear it. That is why tonight, I've been telling you for years now that there are things I don't think I can share with you. So, and if people hear that, they'll think, well, you know, that's a pastor just exciting people. I want to show you something tonight, therefore. But before that, because let me start tonight with just some sort of Wisdom Wednesday kind of thing then i'll get into the word uh, because what i would do is that it will chase distractors away when i start talking a lot i'm shielding something in something so that they don't hear they're not diligent what everyone will write about you they are not diligent by the time you read what they are writing you realize this person is so lazy that they can't even they're not diligent so if 10 minutes afterward they're gone I think one of, so I want to share three meditations I've had this week with you. The biggest regrets that we would have and someone will have in life is after life, they will regret the number of people they never met, the number of people they never spoke to when life is over. We will all regret the people we could have met and refused because of what we heard and gave them no chance to speak about what we heard. Now that's very vital, guys. So what we're looking for are loopholes to success. What words do is that they shield you from accessing special people. So from a distance, you say, this person is that, this person is that, this person is that. So you never have the chance. Whereas 
what should have happened is once someone is isolated, you should seek their audience. Because they've got something that the world is looking for. So I woke up and God said, it is the number of people you never met. Forget about what people say or don't say in favor or against the nation family. You can condemn that, again, especially that which is against. You can condemn that because you are in it. How many more things do you condemn without chance of seeing? And most times, success is hidden in those things. Every great man, every wealthy man is made in isolation. God's isolation is a system of helping you to discover wealth. For in the midst of the crowd, there is not much value. Jesus fed the crowd. He taught the few. Wealthy people are made in the place of separation. Because what separation or the issues of life do to you, it's like the face mask of life against infected people. Most people that you will meet in life are infected. They carry diseases that is beyond, way beyond COVID. It is first of all self-interest. Self-interest is a powerful disease. It kills and tells you that you need to die. Now why, how does that happen? Everyone in life want to use someone else to rise to the next stage so everyone who has been used or not used because you cannot be used and you just suspect that someone wants to use you so what happens is you become paranoid so when you're hearing someone says as straight as i'm saying to you tonight you are reading meanings because you've been dented by a dented person so when god navigates our journey and begins to separate us from the crowd most times it will look like hatred from the crowd. But you see, you don't need love from the crowd. They need food from you. Do you understand what I'm saying? You don't need one billion likes. Yeah? You need to love one billion people enough to have the discipline to be isolated in order to bless them. Otherwise, you will never bless them. Never. It's never going to happen. So look at, let me use Ivy League universities as example. When they go there, they isolate them. Because you, Oxford needs to develop vaccine in the world to come. When COVID comes, you know, they've been there for years, right? But they want to be learned enough. So it is isolation in order to bless the world. You don't grow in public. Hatred was what made Moses leave Egypt. Hatred from his own people. Brought him into the house of mentorship. Where he only pastured the sheep of his father-in-law. That was where he was made. Hatred made David always at the backside of the desert. That's, that is the making of a general. Now, the making of a general, now your own isolation is not away from the nation family because the nation family is already the isolation. Are you listening to me? So you can't further go and say, oh, let me be private. That will be, that will be mad. That was, that's not true. That will be the deceit of the enemy. And so God told me when I allow certain things in your life, there are people that I don't need them thinking good about you because if they do, they will be around you. 
and God does not work by sentiment it's either you're going to be blessed by Abraham or you are the seed of Abraham so he separates us when he wants to show us to the world so imagine when Moses was coming back from the desert 40 years after one staff and one heron and that was enough <laughs> for nation taken so the problem with us and God keeps telling us that is too much seeking for likes too much seeking for acceptation or acceptance from the world that's why you know celebrities are dented because they cannot I don't blame them they only eat by their image so if they don't want to associate with you because they feel like this might affect me even their own family blood brother sister they would deny for food that's the that's the sin of Esau that's the spirit of Esau but you see Esau is always the first to be in quote blessed but Jacob is the actual nation are you listening to me tonight uh-huh Esau seemed to get away with a lot of things but not Jacob but God was going to send him away. Hatred, again, is always brother hatred. He goes now and becomes powerful from the house of Laban. So, you see, people's rejection navigates you into God's acceptation. Do you understand that tonight? So, do not... Uh, let me just be... Can I be blunt with you about something tonight? I've told you this time and time again and, I, and time and time and time again. I don't, I love everybody and everybody must become something together. But I don't care who becomes a president. Like saying to someone, look, unless the spirit of God has revealed this house to you, don't be here. Forget about what will Pastor Toby think. I won't think. That's not to despise you. That's to tell you that I understand the journey. And I understand that if a grace is not given you, there's nothing you can do. Even you are helpless. So you can go ahead and become the president of the world. I said, let me guarantee you, I'm not going to call you. I will not call you for favor. I will not call you for anything. So don't let's play this as a game. It's not. It is nation. It is kingdom. <laughs> do you understand that? It is kingdom. It's like I'm looking at everybody and say, look, my job is to feed you to become all that God wants you to become. I don't need you. Don't even give me accolade. I don't care about the accolade. You understand? I already see the end of my own journey. I know where it will end. Nothing can alter that. Nothing can change it. I don't need the acceptation of a person because whoever is supposed to favor me or give me something will not bypass me. It does not matter. You understand? So if you're doing something with the celebrities, oh, you go to that part thing. As they are saying it, start packing your bag and say, thank you. Thank you. Well, I'll see you later. So don't even come and tell me. There's no power. I just want you to know the Lord is going on. That, that, that don't work with me because of that, 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 that. I don't need to know. It's your journey. And if you're not convinced about it, go with the celebrity and show me any of them from the 2000 when we first entered the millennium that is still here. For riches are passing. There's only one star and that's the word. 
And then, let me re-emphasize to you tonight, in case you've not heard what I'm saying all this while, the next world leaders are from the nation family. That's the fact. And say, how can that be possible? I told you that a time is going to come that people will recruit from this house. So one of my daughters was telling me, a government trying to recruit them from another nation. And I said, you know what, this time, yeah? Let me tell you, it's not about you, yeah? But, but because of what you said, you know what we're going to do? Everything you've just told me now, you're going to write it in a piece of paper. You're going to sign. I'm going to sign. Then I'll let you go. And say, but what if she gets there and gets lost? What are you going to do with the, with the document signed? Are you going to sue them to a court? No. Not a court of man, but I have something to show because you said. Now, why didn't we do that before? We just didn't know. We thought they were nationals. But they've not understood. They don't know that every territory has a different spirit. There's another spirit that rules in Nigeria. They don't, it is not normal demons. It's not everyday demon. It's not. So don't blame them how they pray. They have to. I think I've agreed with them now. If I was there, I would be in mountain or something. Because that's, that's the only thing those demons understand. I'm telling you now. <laughs> so I understand that a man's journey when certain doors are short it's only leading you to the major door main people only operate one major door main people do not operate many doors God leads them to one major door and sometimes it will take them 40, first, first 40 years of their life before they can locate the major door but once they do that's it do you understand these things? So I said, don't, don't think this is another gathering of, oh, this pastor wants to be important or pop. If I wanted to be that, there are many things to do. I don't, I sincerely don't want to. You understand that? I don't want. I told you last week, people say, oh, have you, this, have you thought about having your own this and all those things that people say, you know what they say, they say but how about if I don't want, like, I sincerely don't want, how about that, like, I don't want, I just want nations, that's all, and say, but that's the big thing, no, it's not big, they're already here, they're already here, look at the structure of the leadership of the nation family, tell me that's not nation, the only thing that can make this world fail is if those people fail, and what will make them feel? They don't realize who they are. And they buy into lesser life. But I'm not going to allow their buying into lesser life drag me down to their lesser life. No way. It's a nation. So you wonder tonight, Pastor, okay, all these things that you've said, I needed to say that for you to know that there is no celebrity, no businessman that can make you. Never. They are trying to survive. They are begging for food. That's, they are trying and we can't blame them. They are trying to live. You are not owned by anyone except the Lord Jesus Christ. And a servant of the nation family. That's it. So when I heard this, my daughter speak and she said everything she has to say. I said, okay, on that note. I will commit then. Because of what she said, normally 
if she didn't see say that, oh, I just got a job in Nigeria and that, that. She said, yeah, wow, that's great. Go and take the nation. <laughs> Go and take the nation. Well, I'm listening. I'm listening. She's speaking. And then she started eating the notes. And I thought, and she, I mean, I won't tell the notes because then someone will say, um, he said, if you don't do this, you don't. No, she was eating the right note. Then I thought, okay, let's sign then. Put yourself to the test of it. The nations. So you're wondering how does that relate to what you want to show us? You see the gazelle. The gazelle. You know the gazelle, right? Ah. The, and you know the cheetah. Am I pronouncing it right? Okay. The cheetah is very fast, right? Compared to a gazelle. But 90% of times... When the gazelle is being chased by the cheetah, 90% times, the cheetah does not catch up with the gazelle. And so, we discovered that the gazelle does not outrun the cheetah. It just outmaneuvers it. The way the gazelle can bend. You see that maneuvering for the cheetah? It's difficult, even though the cheetah can run fast. It maneuvers. And you see the gazelle as well. This guy is running from a predator. And in the middle of that, he still finds time to jump up. If you've ever seen the picture of a gazelle before, it jumps up and does his legs like... Woo! And scientists say sometimes it could be to alert other gazelles. Visibility. But then they say that it's even most important to say it does that to show skill to the cheetah. That listen, I'm uncatchable. So sometimes, because by the time you're running and you jump, you slow down already. Sometimes it slows down to display strength to intimidate the cheetah to tell the cheetah look I've got so much maneuvering you don't think it's not today are you listening to me tonight people think we actually brag but they don't understand warfare imagine you want to fight a nation and you already go to them and say yeah as you as I am I don't have guns or knife but the name of the Lord is our strong they say yeah Imagine Russia telling um, America, well, you know, we are Catholics and we don't invest in guns. No, they will actually say they have more than they have. The gazelle, a very interesting animal, isn't it? So, tonight, I want us to think together, why am I using an animal? It's not just because I'm reading a book titled How to Be an Animal right now I know you're going to go get it but I know you, you're not going to read it and thank God for periscopes you will now have time to read it so uh, but God did give the example he said go to the hands so I can use animals as an example but what is most fascinating to me though I want to take you to the house of grace what is most fascinating to me is that Solomon 
was the richest king to live. He was a king. So in other words, you have Genesis, you have Abraham, you have the judges, you have all of those things. And now the most important king, before the chapter of important kings closed in scriptures was Solomon. How Solomon? So come to the last chapter with me tonight. You see, it will seem to you as if I've said many things, but now you will understand. We'll stay with NIV tonight. The last chapter in the Songs of Solomon will be chapter 10 or 9 or something. 8. So now come with me to verse 13. And we still need to do a little bit of reverse after that. I want to take you somewhere. Now, the most important thing that I'm about to say tonight will be said in less than two, three minutes. I want you to see scriptures. Because I know you are anticipating now. How can this be something that... Now, the whole Bible, compendium of God's thoughts... And people have all kinds of argument about Bible. They say this, but no. Everything in our lives. And, you know, have you asked the questions before? Like, is God slow or is God fast? And people say God's way of moving is slow. I'm sure you know it's slow. You think it. Now you won't say it because you don't want to be stricken. You know, like, oh, if God wants to move, God is slow. How can... So I actually have to ask him, are you slow though? Because it looks like that to me. It's like God is going to judge something. It takes like everlasting. Everything. If God says I'll bless you, it's like, oh man. <laughs> like I will put time to this at least. I don't know. I know many of you think that way. You feel that way. I know. And God knows. That's the funny thing. But you see, the issue is, when I asked him, he said, I'm neither slow nor fast. I am time. So it can't be slow because in what you feel like is not acting is his action. Do you understand that? So it's not fast either. So when you think about fast, you think, oh, this person caused me yesterday and they did me bad. They did me bad. Um, judgment will catch up with them. Then you're thinking tomorrow. No. When they did you bad, they were already judged. Mm. You didn't hear that. The moment they touched the anointed, God judged them already. What you're looking for is manifestation. But remember, you don't live with them. They've been judged already. Behold, the, the ruler of this world is judged. Jesus judged every evil against you already. He judged sickness. He judged poverty. He judged death. Now, how am I able to show him that he is my God? I have to accept him as time. So when my heart begins to raise and I'm questioning and then when I begin to move According to my questioning, guess what I just declared? I just declared that I'm God and He's not. I just told him, this can, I just declared doubt in His word. I believe He's judged already. So it's easy for me to forgive. 
And the things I have to forgive is deep. I have to forgive adults lying against me, real adults, praying women, like old women. And I'm reading their statement, I'm thinking, but this is a complete lie. But how do you go to the world and explain that? No, why do I believe? The person is judged already. Poverty has been judged in your life. It's been judged already. You're not trying to come out of poverty. You came out when Jesus resurrected. When he died on the cross, you came out. He's been judged. But God, when is that going to happen? No, he also needs to build some things in your life. So actually, he looks down on you and say, when is this going to happen? Like you, The way you are frustrated about him, he's very frustrated about you, I must tell you tonight. So he invites you to a house tonight. You see Solomon in all his riches. He, he's going to close a chapter of Kings. Solomon was the king of kings. It's going to close a chapter and this, this is a song of Solomon. I actually wish that I can take the old chapter 8 and teach you what that word says. But the problem is you have many people watching and it will sound erotic. That's the issue there. So I have to meditate on that scripture and just say, let me leave it. For example, it said, for under the tree there I met your mother and then she conceived you under the tree and then she labored and then she gave birth to you now that cannot be romance you cannot conceive in a day and then give birth in a day so those who say that that's erotic or think about it as erotic as that's silly but i can't even go into that tonight because it's public yeah okay all good okay verse what did i say okay again i have to skip verse 11 and all that because of how it sounds ah difficult so start from verse 11 please solomon so, had a vineyard in Baohamon. he let uh, you have to relax on me you're not uh, he let out his vineyard to tenants uh. each was to bring for its fruit a thousand shekels of silver uh -huh. but my own vineyard is mine to give do you understand that scripture with my own vineyard is mine to give if you have my kind of bible here you will see Edens there she he this is a conversation between a man and a woman so I thought twice before teaching this tonight because it's your Valentine week. So I thought, how do I not get mixed up with these, with these, um, with these degenerates? Not you now. The people who will not sleep well until 14th now. But then it's catch 22 because that's what the Lord is saying. And you know, but my own vineyard is mine to give. The thousand shekels. Are for you, Solomon, uh, and two hundred are for those who tend its fruit. Yep. You who dwell in the gardens with friends in attendance, uh, let me hear your voice. Okay. Come away, my beloved, and do what? And be like a gazelle. Did you hear that? It calls him into the place of isolation. It calls him into the house of grace because. The more what you hear, the more grace increases. Grace is contingent upon word. If you want the grace for prosperity, you hear the word about wealth. Oh God. Shabahaya. 
When God wants to heal you from sin, it begins to give you word about grace, how Jesus died for you, not how wrong sin is. Grace is impacted through words. So it said, come away, my beloved. Be like a gazelle, knowing that you live in a wicked world for, of predators. So coming away is maneuvering. Are you sure you're with me tonight? You will not be faster than the wicked one. They are all around you. You will not be faster than them, but you can maneuver. So certain problems or certain situations in our lives are maneuvers. God's system to raise a Moses was a maneuver to Jethro's house. And people at that point thought that Joseph was finished, but there was a maneuver, there was a detour. People at that point thought that Moses was finished, but there was a maneuver, there was a detour, like the gazelle. Otherwise, if it's left with the system without the ability to maneuver, there will be big problem. It cannot outrun the system. Do you see our predecessors? Those who even preach the gospel, do you see how the system caged them eventually? They cannot maneuver because once you get popular, always popular. Once you sit in front, once, once life starts, this is the trick of life. Once life starts and you begin to look like you are now making money, you, things are, you never want anyone to look down on you anymore. So you have to keep up. And then God allows a season in your life. He's just saying, gazelle, 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 maneuver. If you want to run a race against poverty, it will catch up on you. If you want to run a race against whatever else, it will catch up on you. Come away, my beloved, and be like. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why sometimes you still show in front of the enemy and say, hey guys, I'm here, look at my rosary. Boom, and you are gone. At that point, they begin to wonder, where are you? But you are gone. Honestly to God for nation family, 2020 from March was a maneuver. Come away, my beloved, and be like a gazelle or a young stag. Talk to me. Or like a young stag on the spice-laden oh, oh, oh mountain. Oh, my Jesus. I, I wish I can use words tonight, but it's difficult because, again, it's he and she speaking. is a place. Whenever he and she meets in that kind of intimacy, what comes out of is a child. He says, I'm asking you to come away so that I can birth a nation. Oh God. The place of fellowship with God is the house of grace. And when God begins to sit on you with the word in prayer like he's been doing, I see pastors laboring, praying, praying. He's like, oh, every minute there's something on Periscope. That's God saying, come away, my beloved. Be like a gazelle or like a young stag. That's like a woman, a man laid in bed, ready to conceive so don't go on those periscope without being a young stag laden on spice laden mountain ah, yeah, 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 yeah. you didn't hear me did you it's ready to conceive so if I watch a periscope I'm ready to conceive something oh, I'm ready to because he said you see my own vineyard Solomon rented his house 
Solomon rented his one out and then Solomon being the main guy he's got people that pay him rent they carry the same name as Christians or whatever and they pay him rent he said but mine is mine to give this old vineyard mine Hi, yeah, yeah, yeah. you see why in wedding pledges we say my, my body I give thee da, 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 da. so how do I put this oh God help me anyways my beloved I'm being like a gazelle or like a young stag the place of intimacy I, you remember when I taught about this book of Solomon years ago where are you my beloved and he said go to the house or something something like that you can retrace that on, on Periscope but they missed the first part of that it's not anywhere on SoundCloud the one you hear is in, is in Evermouth but that was part two and these are messages about intimacy with God and so when seasons come in our lives it is God saying come away my beloved when it looks as if you are only together with yourself as nation family all you see are the nation family member no one is your friend kind of problems maneuvered you into that conceive don't try to run out because a nation is going to be born can I show you the Bible tonight do you want to know the Bible? Okay. Okay. Talk to me. Come away, my beloved, and be like a gazelle or like a young stag on the spice-laden So mountains. this is how to read the Bible. You finish the songs of Solomon. That's the hand, right? Now, go to the next book and don't read it as if Song of Solomon finished and see what is there. Talk the vision me. concerning Judah oh and Jerusalem. You still don't hear me. The king closed this chapter, Songs of Solomon. When the next chapter opens, is a prophet in the time of a king. You didn't hear me. I am telling you. The vision concerning Judah and Jerusalem, two nations. That Isaiah, the son of someone, Amos, saw during the reign of the king Uzziah. This is a prophet to the nation, the two nations. Every nation is just two, Jacob and Esau. Song of Solomon was the greatest king. That's why I started with that. And he closes his chapter. This guy had gone to have intimacy or whatever fellowship with many women. But she, he closes. We come again. Come away, my beloved. By the time the nation chapter opens, a prophet that opens the chapter of a nation. So they use the king to describe the era of Isaiah. The vision concerning Judah and Jerusalem that the son of Isaiah, I mean, that Isaiah, the prophet, the prophet becomes relevant because the gazelle, the gazelle, like a gazelle, the king had gone away. Are you listening to me tonight? The prophetic voice of God to the nations that Judah and Jerusalem had no light until Solomon ended. Now Judah and Jerusalem had no light, and, but he had to end on intimacy. That is the house of grace. New prophets will arise from this work. When the chapter of the next one opened, the next one will be defined by servants of God. Oh God. Oh God. I told you I don't have much to say to you tonight. 
I just wanted to take you to the house of grace so that you can conceive and you don't see how many 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 hours on periscope as just sparklation doing his own thing when God shuts you in God is about to define so it will no longer be when the conservatives were ready it will be the vision the vision of 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 Stephen in the days of conservative the government and the and the prophet will be side by side they will no longer be superior to us who am i talking to tonight they will no longer be way ahead of us the new church will have wealth because they will have isaiah vision because they came out should i just stop here tonight because yeah because i'm told you I'm not sure you're ready for this conversation I hope you are I feel you have actually I feel you are ready for this conversation so when it says come like a gazelle know that there are predators know that your feeling is a predator no know that poverty is a predator but come like a gazelle man over man over run you'll be tired but run what is so winning when the gazelle jumps he alerts everybody and say come with me he alerts everybody and says there is a gazelle there is a gazelle I mean there is a predator there is a cheater there is a lion around the corner so if you want to come with me and what happens all the other gazelle flows with him and they are going to a safe place I've never understood where the gazelle hangs but it's a safe place by the streams of water you listening to me tonight the vision so imagine I'm reading songs of solomon for years and just how do you know these things pt just in less than 30 seconds god says you don't read the bible say no no he said you read your christianity then in 30 seconds he shows me he said read what is next say there's nothing next say how can there not be anything next this is a 30 seconds conversation by the way he said the vision then i clocked it he said the vision concerning judah he just ended the era of kings and he entered into the era of the prophets he enters into the prophetic era a time when kings and kingdoms and presidencies will be defined by the prophets that live in that time i lie not in the holy ghost tonight the things that god is doing in your life right now is god's call and you cannot come out of those periscope or prayer session without conceiving you have to conceive are you ready to worship tonight we'll worship briefly and i'll come back you 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 conceive in that place you labor in that place are you are you listening to me that's why i wanted to go back to that songs of solomon pardon me let me just go back it's a bit but it's bible i'm reading so verse five who is this coming from the wilderness? Leaning on her beloved, under the apple tree, I roused you. I roused you under the apple tree, that is sexual words. But I made you love something. I made your desire. I made your desire come towards me. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So when people are falling from grace, it's, because, it's when you begin to notice that their desire is no longer for that thing. They no longer give. They, they, they urge. They, 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 it is not pressure. It is, ah, yeah, yeah. What do, I, what do you guys call it? 
the passion, the passion to give, the passion to pray, the passion to win souls, the passion to worship is no longer there. They are not roused anymore. There is no passion for the man anymore. There is no love for the man anymore. No, for oh my goodness. Oh, are you? Do you have appetite for this word tonight? Talk to me. Under the apple tree, I roused you. There, your mother conceived you. There, she who was in labor gave you birth. Everything under the place, in one place. So erotically, if, if, if it is just about being erotic, that is not possible. He said, there, your mother conceived you. Listen, things that have been driving you all your life. And whoever is going to conceive you, that may be Pastor Toby, that may be Pastor Sam, that may be Pastor Dami, Pastor Nikki, Pastor Tolu, Pastor Luz, whoever. There, because you, you, there was an arousing going on. And then the idea of nation taken and nation building came into a PT. So you were far away. You were not even born then. But there has to be a love for God rising up on the inside of me. There has to be a giving spirit rising up on the inside of me. There has to be a praying spirit, soul winning spirit rising up on the inside of me because of the kind of children it wants to birth. Because of the kind of child that it needs to conceive. So I'm not bothered, I'm not moved. I mean, I'm sorry, but if many of you, hundreds of you, if they say pity, just killed someone, and I would never, I would never cheat someone, I would never do it. But if you add there is still a connection, you're not going. Why? Because something begets you. Under that tree that day, you were birthed. So I didn't know that the times that I was praying and fasting, and I'm telling you about days that I sit down in the, you know, have you fasted to a point where your bones are aching? PK, I told PK, the other, I said, yeah, 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 I know. You've never even fasted for two days, bro. And it's cool. And after those days, it looked as if nothing happened. When God has instructed me to go give all I have. And after those days, it looked as if nothing happened. But there was one thing I was following. There was an arousing. I, I loved it. I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I... You worry more because you hear preachers say there is an harvest coming. But in those days when our passion was burning, we did not give because an harvest was coming. We gave because we were in love with something. There was something boiling and burning in our heart that is beyond words. I couldn't even think about harvest. I loved the work so much. I cried. I cried on my knees because of the word. I cried, you know. And I wasn't waiting for breakthrough. Then now I know why. Then she was in labor and gave birth. So when I thought that nothing happened the next day, we actually gave birth the same day. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know when the Spirit of God is arousing you concerning certain things, when the Holy Ghost is breathing on you and speaking to you about evangelism or so, so, so winning or so, or giving certain things, and you couldn't rest. You, you've witnessed those days. You wanted to give to your leader, or whatever, and you can't rest. And there's a there's an arousing. Once you did it, you gave birth that day. That day you conceived. You did give birth. Don't use your mouth to abort your baby. You gave birth. You gave birth that same day. I'm saying this because I've seen it years. I didn't know. So actually, 
in the days that we forgot the arousing in the presence of God we forgot that that happened we forgot the days that he put the seal of soul winning in our heart and we prayed and we labored in the place of prayer years after we've forgotten and then boom hundreds of people were coming you did give birth that day you did you gave birth the bible says and when he moses was 40 years old it entered into his heart that day a new nation was born but he did not see it but a new nation was born that's why it tells you do not walk by sight walk by the world because you did give birth are you listening to me nights that it think it feels like the holy ghost led you to pray about certain things and you couldn't stop you just kept praying you gave birth it happened there under the apple tree i roused you the holy ghost is the one rousing our heart as spark nation we're talking about nation and wealth and billionaires it is the holy ghost tearing up your heart it's the holy ghost moving in your heart do not leave it do not let that arousing go birth shall a nation be burned in one day yet i don't look at me my friend yet no sooner than zion travail that it will bring forth this is what the lord says your years of labor spark nation praying praying you know sometimes you are watching us praying praying in the hedgeon praying praying in royal house god praying praying in lacasta praying and it looks as if nothing happened no you gave birth you did labor you gave birth look everywhere from the south to the east to the north to the west the children of those prayers are coming forth right now they are coming forth from everywhere i see them carried by kings because now you will begin to define kings tell me before before she goes into labor, she gives read that scripture again one minute before she goes into labor she gives birth how is that possible have you ever seen a woman who did not labor and give birth ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. so at the point where grace came was the arousing so you can't blame someone for not having the spirit of giving like you do they've not been aroused oh my god this month my giving is aroused like madness like like carry the whole bench and just shakabaya why because god is calling a nation out god is calling a nation out of people that are not people isn't it before they've not these screen people have not changed it they didn't even bother where are you reading from for the people at home because I, they didn't touch it isaiah 66 verse 7 tell me before she goes into labor she gives birth uh -huh. before the pains come upon her Shakabaya. at the place of arousing because she's come away now at that place she already gave birth so now it makes sense hopefully when i told you that god judged things already he moved already it is done that's not just a statement of faith that's a declaration before she goes into labor she gives birth before the pains come upon her she delivers a son who are you talking about go on who has ever heard of such things? has anyone heard of such a thing before uh-huh who has ever seen things like this can a nation this one says country can a nation or country whatever can uh -huh. a be born in a day uh -huh. or a nation
That's born right. in a yeah. day, uh-huh. or a nation be brought forth in a moment. Listen, how many, how long will it take to bring forth a, a, a nation? A moment. One moment. You know, moment is not time. Moment is season. So in when our time comes, our moment shines forth. It's your moment. And the other nation brought forth in a moment, one moment. You know, all of you are in a moment right now. It's a moment. The word, the da 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 da, da is going on. Moment. Don't lose the moment. Yet, no sooner is Zion in life. So all that scripture is about Zion. The church, the house. Yet no sooner is Zion in labor than she gives birth to her children. Go back to, to, to Songs of Solomon, please. Talk to me. Under the apple tree I roused you. There your mother conceived Verse you. six. Place me like a seal over oh, your heart. Did you hear that? God says, place me like a seal. On your heart. The things that struggle for your heart in your heart. The cares of this world. The fear of failure and the fear of tomorrow. He said, put me as a seal. He said, why? Why should I do that? Like a seal on your arm. Uh For For love is as strong as death. This arousing love is as strong as death. It does not yield love when you've come to the nation for, and there is love there. It, the only demonstration of it is people will think you are dead. You are crazy. Love is as strong. In other words, have you seen a dead man who cares about tomorrow? Love is as strong as death. In other words, when I came into this walk, I died. It's over. You want to see the visions of God for the nations like Isaiah. Love is as strong as death. That's why I called it Love Nation 2.0. It is Love Nation. It is not based on how much I have or not. It is love for the walk. And it's death. Meaning the only thing that can stop me from reaching a target is death. Love is as strong I told those of you who are married, you want to overcome death. Poverty is death. Sickness is death. Let there be love. Like, love is as strong as death. What raises Lazarus from death is love. What makes poverty when a husband and a wife don't have a penny. They don't have anything. But they have strong love there. Love, like, the one that is strong as death. What it does is that death is cash shock. is death, poverty, da, da, da. Love overcomes it because only love can call forth the dead. Are you listening to me tonight? In your house fellowship, it is not how many cars you have or what house you have. Imagine if 12 of you, if the whole nation can have strong love, love that people can call a cult. They can say, you see these people, they can die for themselves. Guess what happens afterwards? You overcome death. So when he says, come, come apart, come aside like a gazelle, 
He said, the cheetah is chasing you. That's death. But maneuver well enough. I'm not coming to help you. But maneuver well enough. Do what a gazelle would have to do in order to come to the base of love. Because you are running because of love. Are you listening to me tonight? You are in a rush because you have not fallen in love. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you fall in love, you are not going to be in a rush about when am I going to marry. You are not going to be in a rush about when am I going to be rich. You are not going to be in a rush about when. I'm, where are you going to? You know that your destination is the house of Solomon. You are not in a rush to be a villain because you are in love with something. You are in love. You are in love. Is there anyone in love tonight? Love is as strong as death. And what? It's jealousy and yielding. Oh God. The grave. It said the jealousy of love. You see, the grave is cold. The grave is lifeless. If you go to the grave with a big sound system, it's unyielding. It won't answer you. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know why the voice of just your mom is bothering you. It's because you have not encountered love yet. Because it's as unyielding, unyielding as grave. Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love tonight. Falling in love. Come on, guys, wake up now. Falling in love. Falling in love with Jesus. tell you something about sin for the man who is not in love it is pleasure it says you know my weakness but let me tell you don't bother about the sin bother about your love life with the Lord you will not have appetite for certain things so let me use the word mess about why did some of us not do it 16 years there is a greater love you don't understand it's not like suggestions don't come to the head but there's a love that love is too personal it's too how do i call it now so don't beat yourself down on that just know that there's a love life you've not attained that means you've not entered the house of grace but guess what grace is not something you work for it is actually unmerited goodness right so just just fellowship more and what you realize is that that love life will grow but the moment you are loving the things of this world sin grows the the reason why people fall into sin often is because they love the things of this world so it does not start by loving a girl it starts by loving something else but God, but Satan is actually going to the worst of the worst. That's how he operates. He will start with anything, anything. But he's getting you to everything. He wants you to tick all the boxes. But it will just be now you love money more. You don't make money by loving it. You understand? Because it is death on its own. You increase in love for a mission. You understand? That mission arouses you. When you enter there is a need in the house, it arouses you. You begin to pray. You begin to receive abundance of grace. That's how you expand. And that's God had to put that there because otherwise, money is so powerful, it will get you. Once you get it, it will tell you, I'm now your boss. Because it's a God. It's jealousy unyielding as the grave. It burns like blazing fire, uh -huh. like a mighty flame. It means, have you seen what love does? Oh my God! It burns like a blazing fire, like a mighty flame. Like 
nothing can start. Someone tells me, oh, you guys can't take the city or the world. You've not seen love. If you've seen love, imagine 400 of us tonight on the fire of love. The Bible calls it a blazing flame or a mighty, mighty flame. There's nothing that you won't burn. You'll realize that you'll take over the conservative or labor easily because you are burning. You're burning like a fire because of love. You do you understand this? The love is burning so much that you will not, it's not the policies. Because if you look at those systems and you want to write policy, you want to do this, you can't. Talk to me. Many waters cannot quench love. You know what water is there? People. It said many waters cannot quench love. So people who enter the nation on fire for God and it's going down, they never loved. Because many waters, many people cannot quench love. Rivers cannot sweep it away. If you love someone, many waters cannot quench it. The only thing that can quench it is you begin to love someone else or something else. That's it. If you don't, many waters cannot quench love. Rivers cannot sweep it away. If one, I love this one. Huh? If one were to give all the wealth. Have you seen how to have wealth? Look at this. If one were to give all the wealth of one's house. Uh -huh. For love, it would be utterly scorned. It puts all the wealth that a person has. It puts it side by side with love. Yeah. It said, which one overcomes which one? Love overcomes wealth if you overcome something that's not the disposal of it it is the dominion of, of it do you understand that so even if HSBC gives all his wealth to stop you because you are in love even if they give all the wealth of their house they will not be able to stop you if the police give all their expertise they will come against a brick wall called love even if they give all their budget against you, they will still not overcome because you are in love. If one were to give all the wealth of one's house for love, it would be utterly scorned. You will laugh at mighty things. You will dominate it. You will not lack it. No wonder the journey of a believer billionaire starts with evangelism. It starts with soul winning. Then it graduates to pastoring. Uh-huh. It graduates into pastoring because in pastoring you will develop a large heart for people. You will help people and they will lie against you. They will not give a damn about how you feel when they are fine. They can walk away. But guess what? That is the development of capacity for wealth. Do you understand that that's how you develop to be wealthy in life because you love so you will not judge the next person. You will actually receive the next person knowing they can do the same. Are you listening to me? Knowing that they can lie against you. They can get you arrested. They can do anything for helping them. It doesn't matter. It's the way it works. But it's love. You see, it's burning. So a church does not drop in giving. It does not drop in so winning because there's a mighty flame. That's how we will take the nation. Overnight, God told me what to do. So, you know, 
I've read a lot of books. I've read a lot of interviews about what to do to take a nation like Nigeria. God said, forget all those things. He told me this is what to do. I clocked it. And I'm not even going to tell anyone until seven years' time. That all those who read and talk about police, that it's all good. I'm not going to. Just looking at them. And I'm going to be doing what I need to do. It takes seven years. It's fine. I know exactly what they are all not seeing. If one were to give all the wealth of one's house for love, it would be utterly scorned. Then it goes to the next one and say, hey, we have a sister, isn't it? I'll leave that for tonight. When you read the word, unless you look at it carefully, and if you're not listening to a pity, you probably won't look at it carefully. Most people read their stuff into the word, right? And then you just brush through and say, oh, Songs of Solomon. Oh, thank God I finished Song of Solomon. Oh, yeah, let's start Isaiah. Then years after, they realize Isaiah is not seeing anything in there. It doesn't mean anything, right? We just read and read and read. But the revelation of God's word. Sing a worship song. Pastor Sam, come and preach for a while. And then I'll come back. Oh, Pastor Sam, whoever. I just feel like I should chill. Say, that's too much, man. What, what am I going to... Whatever, man. Whoever.
more time, please. I love this song so much. Join me and sing it. Wherever you're watching from this evening. God, I mean, what a powerful way to set us up tonight. For me, I couldn't sit down at some point afterwards. I was grabbing Pastor Sam's left leg, about to rip it out of his socket because I was so excited. I couldn't get past that scripture, how Isaiah started, Pastor Faith. You mind, please, let's just start from that tonight. And then I want to take us to the address of love. Is that okay? So let, let's journey together as we start with the, the uh, instigation of the fire within us called love. And then I will show you the water called love. And then we'll get to the address called love. Is that okay? Let us journey together this evening. So Pastor Toby has set us up with what is the kindling of a fire and a passion from inside. And I will show you that dispensation using water in a minute. But please help me read verse 1 of that if, that, if you don't mind, Isaiah. The vision concerning Judah and Jerusalem yes that Isaiah son of Amos saw you know when the moment Pastor Toby read this scripture the first thing that stuck out to me was the word son because what you had before was a consummation between a he and a she <laughs> you have the consummation of a man and a woman a he and a she and I could not but miss the fact that, or rather spot the fact that God then highlighted two groups of people, a Judah and a Jerusalem, two warring nations at the time. <laughs> are, you, are you guys ready? So what you have is the combination of two systems that cannot seem to merge. But God somehow brings them together through the fire called love. The consummation of what looks like two opposites attract. That's why you see that in a magnet, it's the North Pole that attracts the South okay in the realm it looks like Dami and Sam okay you see it looks like a Abba and a PK it looks like the magnetization force between a Stephen and a Michael two opposing forces that attract it is only a North Pole and a South Pole that merges together see God has an interesting and unique way of bringing two diametrically opposed forces together a Peter and a John a Peter who would be the one to take the risk and jump out of the boat and walk on water but you have a John, the one who loved Jesus, right? The one who rested on Jesus' chest. You see the combination of two mighty forces that come together to produce one thing called son. The production of that son, Isaiah, is what I want to speak into the lives of every young person listening to, to me tonight. You see, when love builds up as a fire within you, I could not help but see the same way love builds up like water within you too. When the Bible speaks about those who are sons of God, they are led by the Spirit, right? And you see, the Spirit in you comes out like what? Like a river. <laughs> Moving water shapes lands. You see, the Spirit of God is not in you as a lake. It's in you as a river. So if we speak about love gushing out of us, you cannot be a lake in this walk. You see, a lake is shaped by the land around it. A river shapes the land it encounters. Oh, I'm looking for a few people tonight who can burn with the passion of love and flow with the passion of love because where we're going is the address called love. So our ability to flow as brothers and sisters, a Saddam, we flow together must mean that the flowing of an elite with a 
pulse would also lead to a flowing of a COD and the family capital. Our ability to merge together a Judah and a Jerusalem to form a son. I, for me, the moment PT said our isolation process was 2020, it shows me that because of that isolation, we have encountered him. Let me, let me, let me replay that. Moses' isolation was what made him encounter a Ruel. The name that was used there was Ruel. Ruel then translated to Jethro. You see, it is in the place of isolation you, you become a friend of God. Ruel means friend of God. Once you become a friend of God from the place of isolation that you cannot be introduced to excellence. Jethro means, I, I think it means um, preparation for excellence. Preparation for royalty. The same person he encountered was two things at once. So what looks like a pain today, what looks like a pain is actually an encounter for you to see the friendship side of God before he prepares you for the excellency side of God. In this destination called love, if we're going to go and take nations, we must be flowing, flowing waters. It is only a flowing water that can shake the land that it encounters. So when a nation family gets to Nigeria, it must be moving water that gets there. If not, we would not change the shape of Nigeria so it must be a moving water it cannot be a lake so I've been saying to some of the people around me your fire must burn within you that you must begin to gush out like a river not a lake because it's only moving water that shapes the land I am a moving water do you believe that tonight I want you to declare wherever you are that you are part of this moving body of water wherever the ark goes the water must part and it must shape the lands that it encounters I want to see who is with me on this journey tonight though but you see for me the proclamation I can't get past it's Isaiah chapter 55. We'll read that in a minute from verse 3. The moment PT said it, that the journey of the kings ended. Do you notice that it was Solomon was the last king that actually ruled a united Israel and Judah? Go and check. It was at that point they divided as we were speaking, so I looked at it. It was at that point they split. So I am now seeing. So what took the world to actually come to realize family? We had already realized it before. I've jumped ahead of myself. Look, there are times now in meetings, right? When we do meetings now, you see the husband or the wife come and give tea to the person that I'm having a teleconference with. Because finally, God has positioned the world to realize family was where I was going in the first place. All this time I've been used to seeing you in a suit and tie. Now I'm seeing your kitchen and I'm seeing your daughter run across the screen. God is trying to give you a parable to say family is always what it has been about. Isaiah 55 verse 3. Because if nations are going to be the fruit of this, then they must come because they are the kids that we will, 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 will produce. Isaiah 55 from verse 3. And I want to read that in the NKJV, Good News Translation, and maybe the TPT if it exists. I think it does. Let's start with the NKJV quickly. Then I'll take you to the address called Love, if that's okay. All right, thank you. Incline your ear oh, and yes. come to me. Yes, the same way we are being beckoned to come to love tonight. I want us to not just come, but come with an inclined ear. It is an inclined ear that opens our heart to receive the true message. Please, Moses had to have had an inclined ear, you know. It may have dropped in his heart, but if his ears were not inclined, he would never have heard what Ruel would have trained him to become Jethro for. I'll leave it as that. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear, and your soul shall live. Yes? And I will make an everlasting covenant with you. Yes? The sure mercies of David. Okay, go on. Indeed, I have given him as a witness to the people. David was given as a witness to the people. A leader and commander for the people. 
That was the witness. Who is God's witness? God's witness is your general. God's witness is Pastor Nikki. God's witness is Pastor Sam. Because it is those generals that have actually risen and taken their scars who would eventually be the leader and commander of nations. You see, another translation will say, it's the same way David, I have given David as commander and leader of nations, the same way I'll give to you. So if we're going to go and claim nations, then it comes from the leaders and commanders of nations. It comes from the leader then installing a leader and then the leader installing another leader. And as we pass that lineage on, we cannot miss it. You know, when Pastor Toby said something on Sunday, sorry, but I hope, have I got time tonight, sir? So I'm going to lead you to the address. Peter mentioned something about passing the messages across. And I've not recovered since Sunday. And I had to keep researching until I came across something that bamboozled me, talking about leaders and commanders, raising other leaders and commanders. I, I found out, I found myself looking at the people who discovered Jesus first. They're called the Magi. The Magi who were non-Christians, they were Gentiles from the east but a, a message was burning in their hearts that made them find their way all the way from the east to locate where Jesus was what would make a non-believer find his way to where the message is if not that there rose a Daniel in Babylon <laughs> the first time you see Magi is in Babylon and these were people who were looking at the stars to understand the message until a Daniel arose and became the chief magician. Daniel began to teach them the prophecies of Balaam. Do you know Balaam was one that predicted that there will be a star that will rise and it will be a Jesus. Daniel knew that prophecy, taught it to the rest of the Magi and the message burnt through hearts for hundreds of years. To the point that those who were learned, the Pharisees could not see Jesus who was in their backyard but the person whose love was burning in his heart as a message imprinted by a father would find the message from thousands of miles away you see it's the same way when you and I go and evangelize out there so long as we carry the true message somebody's heart will be burning from miles away they will find the way to the nation family why? because there's a message that's been imprinted on their heart you see I began to look so you're telling me that Magi's found the way to Christ because of a consistent message sent by Daniel so damn it you cannot tamper with the message it must pass down to your children's children's children the same way every general must lead a leader and a commander help me read down the good news translation please if you don't mind listen now my people listen now nation family and come to me yes come to me and you will have life mm. I will make a lasting covenant with you and give you the blessings I promised to David yes I made him a leader yes. and commander of nations. Are there any leaders and commanders of nations watching me tonight? He has made us leader and commanders. It looks like it's elite today. But there is somebody with a fire in elite who you have chosen to imprint a lineage message across that his heart will burn when he gets to Malawi. His heart will burn when he gets to Rwanda. And that person is the one that will propagate the message. Please help me read on. I made him a leader and commander of nations. Yes. And through him, I showed them my power. It is through us that they will see the power. But my question is, do you actually believe? That's my question to myself too. Do I actually believe? If love is going to burn in me, do I believe that what has been deposited in me is enough to, for God to show his power through? Let's now go to the address called love. 
First John chapter, I think it's four, if you don't mind. Maybe I'll speak for another 10 minutes uh, or something. First John, I believe it's chapter four. We'll go to the address called love. We are from God. Somebody say we are from God. Please repeat that wherever you are. We are from God. First John chapter 4 verse 8 says, He who does not love does not know God, for God is? We are from God. Somebody say it again, we are from God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is? We are from God. We are from love. <laughs> you know, if you say you're from England, you're from a country, that's the address. We are from God. Have you found that scripture for me? Please help me read it so that people don't think I'm misinterpreting what PT has tried to start tonight. From verse, from verse 7. Thank you, man. Beloved, let us love one another. Let us love one another. Please elbow your neighbor say, I love you though. <laughs> let us love one another. Did you elbow them? <laughs> let us love one another. For love is God. Please keep going. And everyone who loves is born of God yes. and knows God. Yes. He who does not love does not know God. For God is love. Now go to verse 4. You are of God. Someone say you are of God. Help me read that in the NIV please. You dear children yes. are from God. Someone say you are from God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is, you are from love. So if you're from England, there's a language that's spoken in England though. It's called English. So the language we speak is God. My language is God. Or you could call it love. Our language must be love. But I hope you know, realize something. The same way, if you go to Spain, someone who's from Spain, they speak Spanish. Someone who's from Portugal, they speak Portuguese. So, where you're from denotes the language you speak. If you and I are from love, the language that must continually ooze out of Dami must be love. But watch out though, watch out. You know, someone from Spain and someone from England can both speak English, but they have different accents. Look, just because you speak English does not mean you're from England. So you have to watch the accent with which you speak love. The moment my accent is tainted, you see, you see, I speak the language called God, right? But in this house, the accent is not unbelief. We speak love, but the accent is not unbelief. Look, I can know of God, but don't really believe Him. The theologians know of God, but the power of God is not manifest through Him. So you and I must speak the language of God and have the accent of God. If I am from God, then I want to speak the accent of Him. The accent is called faith. No unbelief. I began to tell some people around me, don't bring unbelief around me. No, no, no. Because Jesus will begin to tell off his disciples, you did not save this person because you had unbelief. But you know, I looked at what unbelief really meant. Speaking, if we're going to speak from the accent of love tonight, why would Jesus say, oh, you of little faith? Then he will now say later, just in the same verse, if you have faith as small as, Jesus, stop contradicting yourself. That's what I said. 
you of little faith why do you have faith that's small he's saying but he said if you have faith as small as a mustard seed you will move a mountain I want to go and check that in the language of love and the accent of faith brevity is not my journey doing things small is not my journey <laughs> the word used there was brief why are you of brief faith so when people talk about love as something that burns in you the journey of love is eternal he who does not love does not know God for God is love love is eternal I cannot be on a brief journey and call it faith so I began to tell the people around me do not bring unbelief don't bring little faith little faith is just the absence of consistency little faith is the absence of you pushing even when it does not look right I wonder whether people because of the love that burns in your heart you would not do the brevity journey the address called love the Bible began to highlight there when we speak this is how we speak from love but those of the world this is how they speak <laughs> I began to correct some people don't be an unbelieving believer who you know of God you have the love language but you don't have the accent have you ever heard someone's thick um, some, let's say thick Russian accent you struggle to hear right you struggle to hear when they're speaking they're speaking your language but you can't hear so I began to tell them don't be an unbelieving believer and I used the comparison I said Elon Musk that guy he may not believe in God but he thinks like God you're in traffic jam yeah the average person will say oh where's the nearest filling station I'm going to get a drink from this guy is in a traffic jam the first thing that comes to his head is I want to build an underground tunnel now to avoid traffic forever let there be light okay <laughs> darkness everywhere let there be light so I said Elon is someone I will call a believing unbeliever because he thinks like the father he may, he may be an unbeliever in your eyes <laughs> but guess what he walks in that accent called faith so I wonder what accent are you speaking in tonight Tammy what accent are you speaking with if you please help me keep reading on if that's okay because this is our destination is love help me ma you dear children are from God yes and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world please can you say that the one who is in me is greater so if Peter gives us a prophecy that we as a body of water would move and shape lands then we must believe that the one who is in us is greater than the one out there something I corrected from someone around me I said look don't come and cultivate the culture of unbelief and use wisdom to mask it you know you can get there and, and it was a correction to me too do not use unbelief to create a culture and mask it as wisdom so if we're going to really journey as a water body I cannot have an, an iota of unbelief that taints the color of this water as it shapes the lands ahead so if he who is greater in me if he who is in me rather is greater than he who is in the world then nation family he that's in you is greater than he that's out there in the world so it doesn't matter if we're isolated because the one who is in us is greater than the one out there so Elon might have 
the believing unbeliever mindset. I will be a believing believer though. Do you, do you have the faith for that? I will be a believing believer. I told them, don't put me in the boat with 11 theologians. I want to be the Peter that walks on water. <laughs> so Father, give me water walking faith. Somebody called it WWF. Father, give me a water walking faith. The type that makes me step out of the boat. Not to be in the boat with 11 theologians and check and say, oh yeah, principle, principle. No, 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 no. I am craving presence, presence. Called love, love, love. A destination, destination. Did you notice this? That the disciples that were in the boat, they remained in one place. The disciple that took the risk, nation family, was actually walking away from what looked like structure and walked towards the father himself. So the people in the boat looked like they were good but they were far away from Jesus the closer we are walking away in things that seem unbalanced the closer we get to Jesus himself did you notice that Peter on his journey walking in what looks like instability was actually a journey to Jesus the destination called love I'm not done yet you know I'm not done yet because I think I've got a message for the business people I think I have a message for the business people if we're going to do this thing called love then we must speak the real language of God. I corrected, no, not corrected, we spoke. <laughs> and I told this person, I said, don't be like me that wasted many years of my life trying to rely on my intelligence alone. Why don't you tap in quickly to the source, which is the spirit? Don't build a business where you've not built your spirit, man. I told this person, I said, listen to me, you're, listen, you're, you want to build a one million pound business, but you've got a 10 pence spirit. Who told you you would have the capacity to hold it? I began to tell them that I made a decision. I don't want to be an intellectual giant but a spiritual midget. And that must be the same for everybody. If we're going to speak a language, it's the language called God. And that means that I cannot walk in mediocrity. So everybody that's a business person, you must begin to tap into the spirit of love tonight. The love that drives the house is the same love that will lead you to the destination where your business is going. I began to correct them. I said, look, look at this phone. I said, look at this phone. <laughs> My phone has 64 gigabytes. This phone here, 64 gig. I told them, I said, it is currently limited by the size of the, of the memory. But the moment you connect this phone to a Wi-Fi network, oh my God. I said, don't, don't talk to me about 64 gig anymore. Talk to me about the size of the internet. The same phone device, if you do not connect anybody that's a business person I'm telling you now by the word of God if you and I don't connect you will be a limited phone with a, a, a limited hard drive space without access to the spiritual network the Wi-Fi the same should be for the traders God will open your eyes to see trends why? because you are connected to the source which is the spirit not because you're limited to your IQ don't be an intellectual giant but a spiritual midget don't be that. Don't waste the same time I've wasted. In this language of love, the accent is faith. So I'm looking for people. Look, I've come to inject you with faith tonight. Based off of the word of PT. I want to see people who are faith-filled women and men of God. Who will stand up with this call etched in your mind, burnt through your heart. Ready to walk this journey. Business people, rise. How are you spending? I was convicted. How are you spending? An hour to get to work and you spent 10 minutes looking at me God says let me rephrase it why are you spending an hour getting ready for a party 
and five minutes looking at the word. You're trying to get a 100k body with a five pence spirit. If we're speaking the language of love, if we're going to speak in the accent of faith, then nothing must tamper with that love. If I say I, I love Pastor Tolu, then makeup cannot get in between me and her. If I said I love Pastor Tolu, engineering cannot get in between me and her. If the love we have, if the love we have for the Father is real, then no makeup, no business, no idea should get in the way of that love. The language of love, the destination of love, but the accent of faith. Are you speaking with the right accent? This is a question I've asked myself tonight. As I've come here to speak to a bunch of believers, I think it's about time that we begin to use our superpowers now. <laughs> um, I was speaking to a um, poet from COD, Kelvin, and he just talked to me about something I said about X-Men once. Let me, maybe, let me just put a little bit on that if you don't mind, talking about love, right? Xavier, the teacher, <laughs> loved the people that he called to disciples so much that the first time he wanted Cyclops to test his power he said take off your glasses anybody remember that scene he took off the glasses he damaged the whole house oh yeah your trap house is messed up now right or maybe your carpet is not clean anymore dummy but did you tell your disciple to take off his glasses though and now he's discovered his superpower are you now going to help him channel that superpower into technology so that you would, em you would encounter the enemy at the gates. Are you ready to use your true superpowers? The same thing applies to you who are soul winners. Listen to me. Listen, please. For the soul winners, I've got a charge for you. I believe God is calling us. Have I got enough time, sir? I think the love must burn through us so strongly. Soul winners now. Everybody. That will be able to attract groups of people that don't make sense. Remember I started with Judah and Jerusalem. What looks like two opposing forces, the same way PT will bring a Damian and a Sam together. How the bloody hell? It's the same way it's going to happen to us now. If you're going to really go and evangelize, get ready to speak to someone who's going to question you about God. Get ready, to some, get ready for someone who's going to speak about their own sexuality getting in the way. I was telling somebody today, you're going into the place now. I'm getting you ready for warfare. This is how you evangelize to someone who's homosexual. This is how you evangelize to someone who's an atheist. I began to teach her line upon line. This, um, disciples or people willing to raise disciples, listen to me please. I believe there's a prophetic word for this season about the souls we're going to go and get. And guess what? They're going to be all kinds, I swear down. Oh manna. Isaiah 56. Help me open Isaiah 56. If we're going to have the real language of love, yeah? Love will make you, you know love is patient, right? Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. Most of the delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. Love is all those things. The only way you test love is if there's an opportunity for you to be angry. And God will send a soul specific for that. But that soul has a trait. Be careful not to tamper with it. Isaiah 56, please. This is what the Lord says. Yes. Maintain justice and do what is right. Mm. For my salvation is close at hand and my righteousness will soon be revealed. Blessed is the one who does this, the person who holds it fast, who keeps the Sabbath without desecrating it 
and keeps their hands from doing any evil. Let no foreigner who is bound to the Lord say, the Lord will surely exclude me from his people. Yes. And let no eunuch complain, I am only a dry tree. You see this verse 3? Please, are the soul winners listening, please? And I believe that should be everybody, you know. Everybody must be a soul winner. I was telling somebody in my house the other day, I've got to the point now where the guy that I used to evangelize to, he now helps me evangelize as well. So he went to his car dealership and found some random guy and told the guy, and said, oh, you need to speak to this pastor. And I just, got, I just got a random text from a random guy, you know. I've never spoken to him before. I'm telling you, these souls are coming. The same way the Magi found their way all the way from Babylon to Jesus without any message. The first people here, the Bible says foreigners, right? Calls them foreigners. That means they are not of this land, you think. But the Bible is saying to, them, saying to us, let no foreigner who is bound to the Lord say, the Lord will exclude me. You know, there'll be people you will come across because of hatred, self-doubt, because they believe that they've not been part of the body of Christ before. So number one, they will say they don't, be, they don't belong. Do not let them say it. Read that verse. Let no foreigner who is bound to the Lord say, the Lord will surely exclude me from here. Don't let them say it. Task number one. If you come across a soul that somehow believes that because they've sinned yesterday, they don't belong to God, don't let them say it. That's the first instruction for us as soul winners. Soul type number one. Foreigners. who They don't have citizenship here. They don't have lineage where their dad was a pastor. Their mom was a pastor. No. They are stark atheists. They are coming. Don't let them say they don't belong. Soul number one. Soul type number two. And let no eunuch complain. I am only a dry tree. Don't let eunuchs complain. You see, a eunuch is someone whose reproductive ability has been snipped off. <laughs> Don't let the eunuch say they cannot produce anymore. You see, some eunuchs, it happened to them naturally. Some eunuchs, someone did it to them. You know, some souls will come with abuse that somebody did to them. Some may come with a spirit that just came with them as they were born. Don't let them say, I am a dry tree. Soul winners, your heart must be so knitted in love with every soul to the point that you know everything they say to avoid them making a declaration that removes them from the kingdom. This is a matter of souls and it is serious business. Don't let them say, I am only a dry tree. Please keep on reading, Pastor Faith. For this is what the Lord said. Yes. To the eunuchs who keep my Sabbath, who choose what pleases me and hold fast to my covenant, to them I will give within my temple and its walls a memorial and a name. You see, people who do not have the ability to produce kids all of a sudden, God is saying, I'll give you a name. So let them know that they have a name in the kingdom. Begin to speak life as priests. You see, a priest takes the message of the people to God, right? And a prophet, God to the people. You can do both. Speak life to them. They will follow. I am speaking from experience too. So I'm not talking about fibbles and theories here. I told somebody, I refuse. <laughs> I refuse pure spiritual knowledge that does not have practical application. Because James calls it dead. 
I said, I refuse it. The same way you and I must practically apply these words as we speak to the souls. I refuse to allow spiritual theories without practical application. Don't let them say it because God has given them a name in the land. And I will give them an everlasting name that will endure forever. Please, next verse, ma. And foreigners who bind themselves to the Lord to minister to him, to love the name of the Lord and to be his servants. All who keep the Sabbath without desecrating it and who hold fast to my covenant. These I will bring to my holy mountain and give them joy in my house. Joy is their portion. That's their portion. So those that feel like they're left out, speak joy into their life. If you don't have joy, then maybe you don't have the spirit. You must speak joy. Their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be accepted on my altar. They will sow seed here. Don't tell me about it. They will bring their millions here and it will be accepted on the altar. You best believe that. For my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. Not that we will gather here and be praying for Balawi. No. We are saying there is a seat here for the Malawian people to come and pray to God. There is a seat here for the kings. There is a seat here to the, for the people who are advisors. In the house of God, a pray, in, in the house of God, that will be called the house of prayer for all nations. Next verse, please. The sovereign Lord declares, yes. he who gathers the exiles of Israel, yes. I will gather still others to them mm. besides those already gathered. So the souls are coming. But your love must burn to the point where you're intimate enough to know that before they declare negative, you're there to intercept it. Soul winners. Next verse, please. I'm looking for the last group of people. Come, all you beasts yes. of the field. Yes. Come and devour all you Next beasts verse. of the forest. Next verse, please. Israel's watchmen are blind. They all lack knowledge. They are all mute dogs. They cannot bark. They lie around and dream. They love to sleep. They are dogs with mighty appetites. They never have enough. You they- see, I missed it there. It was actually verse 8. And then there are the exiles. The NKJV, I believe, actually calls them outcasts. You see, there are exiles, people who are, have been pushed out because of what they did. I'll repeat myself. There are foreigners who by natural right don't deserve to be. God is calling them in. There are eunuchs whose situations have happened to them. Let them be. And then there are those who are outcast because of what they've done. Those who've actually committed you call sin. God is calling them to the house. And it is our job as priests and prophets to speak to them and not let them say the negative because love burns in our heart. So, soul winners, let's attack this on every front. Every musician, your lyrics must speak life to them. The people who are creatives, your lyrics must speak. Your designs must speak. The guys who are doing business, your businesses must speak. You must speak. You must now tap into that Wi-Fi network and speak life to these souls. God is bringing home the foreigners. God is bringing home the eunuchs. God is bringing home the outcasts. As the choir will help me worship in a minute, I want everybody, wherever you are, to get your heart truly set on this mission to win souls. They will come from every angle, but we must have a capacity to love them and accept them as true prophets and priests. 
the destination called love may it burn passionately in your heart speak the language keep the accent the accent of faith the language of love do not allow logic drop the spirit thank you choir what I'm wearing actually is like wearing the shield of um, Saul was trying to and it's the designers department that said I have to wear it because uh, it's for the culture it's terrible I don't know how you guys cope with this these are the guys who end up rich you know because these things are heavy culture culture is heavy but it's nice huh? anyway Trey. so Pastor Dami said, and, and what you miss, I think what should be one of the things for these moments are the days when uh, we come, we sing, we preach, sing, preach, sing, preach, sing, preach. I wanted us to do that about two weeks ago, but I think the pastors annoyed me. I just thought, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to preach with them. But you need to. The word is the place of grace. A time comes in your life that you graduate from the excitement of the world, even though the excitement must be there. And you get into that grace. I didn't know that when I was listening to Kenneth Copeland, I was receiving, downloading grace, forgiving, and wealth was coming. So when pastor said that you can actually speak something, but it's not your accent. I've been in this country for 16 years. This is my accent. I'm not British. 
Sometimes when a real British man is talking, I don't hear everything they say. I just say, <laughs> I'm not, and I'm not trying to because I'm not. Look at you. You were even born here. You've got a passport, but you know sometimes you're trying to say, oh, and then some things just slip through. Like the Yoruba just slip through and you, you, you just don't know where it came from. So, when Jesus said, except a man be born again, it means that you can speak English, but if born again is not your native country, if you're not, you, you can speak English, but it will be a problem. You are still not a citizen. So why does he bring us, bring us into that isolation place? Why does he bring us into that separation place? He wants you to speak continuous, not brief faith. As Dami said it tonight, it's brief. That's why you confess faith last week and then something comes up this week and then you're saying something else because it's not your native country. And so God says, withdraw her. Bring her back to a place of isolation that she is she may learn our language. So the souls you don't fight for, let me tell you, are souls. You've seen someone that has been in the nation exposed to their house, even lived in a family, nation house, even lived in a pity house, and they are speaking something else now. They just vanished. Those kind of things and people are seats for four more souls. Don't fight for that. Fight for their four replacements. Because they've been exposed to grace. They were sat upon by the word. But they are not just given to that grace. Otherwise, you will waste your time trying to win the soul of someone God has rejected. I'm sorry, but that's how these things work. But the ones that are still out there, the outcasts, the eunuchs, and the, the, those other ones, the foreigners, you must fetch for them. And it's only love, you know. So I want to show you two more scriptures and we're going to pray. Come with me to the last encounter of Peter with Jesus, then we'll go to Patmos. Patmos was a destination. John, John, the beloved, escaped like a gazelle. But he didn't know that he was the one escaping. There was a maneuver. They decided, let's put him on the island by himself. But what was born when he was put on the island? The next generation. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. It is in the place of separation, Spark Nation. You couldn't have operated. There is a place of gathering the crowd when church reopens, whatever that means. Um, you gather people, do a two-hour service. Don't make it long. Do a two-hour service. Let the people come feed them, give them food, give them clothes, move on from there. But when you come to your family, this is the biggest movement in the world right now. There is no way. You want say, a church is 2,000 people. No, it's not 2,000. It's 2,000 visitors. They come every Sunday and they go home. You are the only movement that I've seen carrying four, 500 people along. Like when you turn up, they turn up. I saw Pastor Sam interceding on whatever night, day before yesterday. More than 400 people were viewing intercession. That is a movement. That is the size of a church. So if someone says, we have 3,000 people coming there, it's, you know it's not true. They're just coming and going, coming and going. And that's fine. And you should do that. You should become the largest in numbers too. That's fine. 
But this kind of carcass is a place where God is saying to you the same thing. I don't care what Obi, Onyeka Obi is saying, Toby Jr., I don't care what he's saying on the periscope when he's preaching. It can go on for five hours. I don't care if I've got time as PT, I'm there. Because that's the, I'm showing God that I can stay. I can stay in Jethro's house. I can stay. I'm, it's my ecateria. Lord, I can stay here. This destination is, for me, it's going to be an island. I've said it jokingly. It's an island where I stay. I don't need to leave the place. But nations, jets, and, and private jets will come in and learn about nations and go hard. I won't leave. I said, but when London was open, you were everywhere. Expensive. These are, said, advertisement is expensive. Visibility is expensive. There's no one that has done that here. I've got to do it. To show those who will be pastors the way. Then you withdrew. So if we're from God. Love is why we have faith. Otherwise there's no need. Because don't forget this. Well faith. The kind of faith that unbelieving believers embrace. Just tells them to confess for good. You want to confess for good. For good things all your life. Let it be love-based. So that when a PT says we're going to social nation and we need 10 billion, you will say, yes, sir. Because you love it. So you may look back at your own capacity and think, I don't have. But love is how you have. My own model billionaire is Elon Musk. Model billionaire. Not perfect billionaire. Perfect will be you. Model is I love this. Why? Because... What he's teaching you, what you think you're hearing is why you won't become billionaire. Because the core of his own life is not having anything to have everything. Simple. So when people use that as example and say, oh, look at that. No, it didn't come there by having things. It came there by traveling light. So you don't have things because you believe you have all things. The way your mind functions. You believe that the next world is yours. So you are getting better as a person, not as a material holder. Well, people end up as material holders, so they are getting better. Ah, but no, so I'm married and I have two or three more. No, that's your poverty. That's not riches. So not having made him travel like so he can think of the next word and shape it. And yes, Pastor Dami, you are right about two, uh, everything. But two points more. When you see hell, it's called the lake of fire, not the river of fire. If it is the river of fire, it becomes a movement of the word. It is the lake of hell. It doesn't move. Are you listening to me tonight? It is lake. I just needed to quickly let you know. Now that's why it's a lake. It is stagnant. It does not move. Hell does not move. Hell suffers in one destination. And it thinks that is a secured haven. It suffers there. Are you listening to me tonight? Uh -huh. It is a lake. It's a system. And you know systems are static. It's hell. Maneuver is gazelle. It's a flowing river. So whenever I've told God, God, I want you to do X, Y, Z. God says, remember I taught you this years ago. How dull are you? You don't tell me what to happen. I tell you what I want. You don't get to tell me. I tell you, then you declare faith by doing what I tell you. 
That's how God works. You don't tell me, oh, by now my marriage or my home, or I should have this or I should have that. No, you don't get to tell me. The only thing you ask me is nations. That's all. <laughs> Let's read that scripture. Jesus talking to Peter. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, uh. do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Do you see what Jesus said? You love me, right? He said, okay, that's fine. Don't, don't call me saying, Jesus, how are you? I just want to check on you. Don't. He said, feed my sheep. Feed my lamb. You want to show that you love me, pastor. So oh, this thing is difficult. He said, yeah, I get it. Feed them. Give them the word. Let, let's not play about, about love. Let's not put it in song. I love you, Jesus. Yeah, all good. So feed my sheep. Don't let's do worship. Feed. Don't let's do crying. Feed. He didn't say, if you love me, do you love me? He said, yeah. He said, uh, well, um, you don't cry to me. You don't cry. You let out your love. He said, uh, 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 feed Tell me. Again, Jesus Again. said, uh, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Uh, he answered, yes, Lord. You know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. Another transition says, tend. Tend my sheep. Second confirmation. Two or three witnesses. So any businessman, if you become too busy by your job, or by your business or by your growing life and demand of culture or period or tradition and you're no longer feeding and tending you don't love him that means you are not from love well I just want to build my career so I can give to the house you still don't love him so again Jesus was plain let's not sugarcoat this given his feeding God's sheep it's simple but read on please, man. He said to him the third time. Third time now, third witness. Talk now. Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Did you see Jesus keep calling him different names? But anyway, let's leave that for tonight. Do you love me? Talk now. Peter was grieved because he said to him the third it time. It has to be three times. Has to happen. Uh but he was grieved. He's thinking, I've been telling you. That's a man because Peter really loves Jesus. So he's thinking, why do you not believe me? I wish I can open my heart, sir, for you to see what is burning in your, my heart for this work. I wish I can just express it, sir. Peter, you don't get it. I, I really, I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to ask you. Say, um, sir, you don't know. I say, yeah. But I'm going to ask you the question. Don't worry. I will have to ask the question. It's going to be time and time and time again and half a time. It has to be asked. Uh, including the family heads. Got to keep asking. Are you here? They say, you don't understand. I have preached yesterday. I say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. But are you here? 
and every other thing that you lead. Let's close this service, but talk to me still. Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? Uh. And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Uh. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Uh -huh. 18. Most assuredly, I say, say to you, uh -huh. when you were younger, uh -huh. you guarded yourself and walked where you wished. Yeah, you see, when you were younger, you went wherever you like. You chose your wedding dates. You said, I just want you to pray. When you were younger, you chose, your, you chose everything. He said, when you were younger, you walk wherever you wish. It's, I just want to look like this today. And that's fine. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will gird you uh, and carry you where you do not wish. Uh-huh. Did you see that scripture? But where you think you did not wish is the place I'll meet with you. So let's go to Patmos then. High John was on the island called Patmos on the Lord's day. Talk to me. I, John, both your brother and companion yeah. in the tribulation and kingdom and patience the of Catholic Jesus Church Christ. That is the, the, the papacy now and all that was not born out of acceptance. It's rejection. The strongest church in the world was birthed by isolation until one day it is not the public that liked them. It is one king. One. One emperor. One so those of you who seek everybody's approval, of course, you don't dismiss everybody. You're winning the souls, but it is not, your future is not dependent on their current feelings. Why does God peer the prophet and the king together? Because the world is not run and ruled by saints. It takes a prophet to understand a nonsense. Check all the presidents of the world, you cannot rule by being a saint. In fact, when people are contesting election, I already feel that this one is a saint. This one can't win. It's not possible. He pierced the prophet because the prophet is a seer who understands actions and what God is doing part time. That's why he needs you. I will go to the scripture that says now, and that's where I'm going to close. Let eat that prophesy, prophesy according to the proportion of his faith. But finish this first though. I, John, both your... Was on the island that is called Patmos. Uh -huh. For the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And I heard... Behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet uh -huh. saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega. Jesus reintroduces himself because he wants to show John a world that is yet to come because many of the things or most of the things in the book of Revelation is still yet to come to pass in our day. How can a man see that far? It was the place of love, the place of isolation. Jesus, um, John was called the one whom he loved. So the relationship between Jesus and John is, the love is too much. He was 
dead. He was ready to die. His love was so unyielding. They threw this guy into a hole to die. They hung him somewhere. When they wanted to kill Peter, they hung him. They hung Peter like Jesus. And Peter said, look, please, I want to beg you for something. They said what? He said, it would be an insult for me to die like my master Jesus died. Why don't you turn me upside down? <laughs> Oh my days. Why don't you turn me upside down? This girl says she loves the nation. She loves that, that, that. The only thing coming in between, only thing is three friends say, oh, we don't like. These friends are nobody. Even if they love you, they will still not hurt to you. So you see where you started your journey from is already too low. Are you listening to me? God's, God's mission over your life isolates low people from your life. It needs to take them out because you will not know low people as long as they are around. You will think they are your friends. On your wedding day, low people were there. On your birthday, everyone there. Low, 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 low. Because you can't see more than that. When God separates you, He begins to attach you with men and women that matters. And in this case, He has to do it by the word because He wants you to be the perfect billionaires people whose mind, because it's look, I lie not in the Holy Spirit. Anytime I begin to have iotas of worries on anything, guess the next dream I see. Let me tell you something. I say this before God and man today. You see X-Men, those movies and movies like that, honestly to God, they are real truth. I encounter it. You see, in that dream, what would happen normally and I can have this four or five times a year in different settings I've been having it since I was a child in that dream it would be like people coming to attack me and whatever I think is what I have power to do at that moment if I tell them to pick up stone if my mind believes it they pick it up I still had one overnight I actually made them take toothpick and inject themselves with poison there is no poison in the toothpick the mind is everything. Those of you who are tapped, destroy that house in your mind. I'm telling you now, most people are tapped. I'm telling you. There's a word there. I told someone the other day, there's an administrator. There's a guy who processes lyrics. There's a chairman. Everything in that mind is making you too low. Destroy it because mind there is nothing like we can't reach a target if the mind the mind is like it's an attraction point it gets everything in are you listening to me what jesus did with them for a time and time and time again and time and a half three and a half years jesus was with his disciples change that mind change what they attract change what they think i tell you if you do not worry about that thing it will not happen how do I say this? Because I know what battles with our words with you. I know once you're out there, you once you pick that evil thing up, bam, 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 boom. End of end of end of prosperity. The people who have access to you. End of prosperity. It doesn't matter. We've spoken now. So you pick that thing up, bam, bam, bam. One, two, three, four messages, boom. Heart sinks. So, oh, end of prosperity over chapter closed god looks down again and say what are we gonna do you have to wait for sunday now i'm being not conformed to this word i need you to read that scripture well because the reason why you have to go and reread it is 
the way we were trained on being not conformed to this world just has to do with sin. Like, oh, be not conformed to this world. Don't wear skirt like they wear skirt. The world is not skirt or sex. It's a system. So you may not be committing fornication or adultery, but you are conformed to a system. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that acceptable and perfect belongings, perfect will of God. How close to that? The language called faith, love, develops in seasons like this when God separates you. And it looks like, I didn't know that praying all night and studying all day then meant anything. It looks like you're wasting your life. You are over 25, bro. Like, you are home. What would you do with your life now? What are you doing with your life? Now, please, all those who ask me those questions, where are they now? The life they were pursuing never came through. Do you understand this? So, you see why it will look like the world thinks, oh, they are always, oh, no, always. Many people abuse this pity, accuse him of this. And he just doesn't seem to care. You know why? They can't make me. I was made in the place of prayer and the word. They can't. If they like me, they can't add to me. They can add to my bondage because that means I can't talk because they have to like. Have you seen a every world weight champion of 20 years before? They are seasonal. You come, you go, you come, you go, you come, you go. If you are the world heavyweight footballer champion, what would happen to you? You'll go. You'll become another man on the street eventually. Maybe for the first one year after you retire, they will be saying, come and give speeches. You will give speeches. Eventually, they get tired of your speech because they need the speech of the person that is happening now. <laughs> you are permanent because your faith is not brief and it's not made by people. Those of you who sell and buy things, there are major mighty customers for you. How many people know you for now? There are 6 billion plus people in the world, they say. And so, are you from Swaknesha? I'm not buying. I say, I'm not selling to you too. If a person really wants to buy something, they don't care where you're from. It means in the first place, they don't want to buy. They don't have what it takes to buy. So you don't go home thinking, oh, all this. I've said to someone, listen, if that's inconvenient for you, go on their internet and say, I just want to pronounce that I'm not part of Swaggish. Do it. Don't wait. Oh, I wonder what Peter was say. I won't see it. And if I see it, I will congratulate you. Because it's not easy. I get it. Do it. Stop messing about. Stop being, I don't want to use a word that is not right. Do it. And so, the sacrifice I'm going through because people just don't. What people? What people? Those ones that you know, those are people? Those are people? <laughs> what people? There's a people that are hidden in God. The eunuchs, the outcasts, 
and the foreigners. They are hidden in God. They are his people. And he will not just give them to just anybody. He's hidden them for your own sake. But you also realize that if he's given them to you two years ago, you won't know what to do. The men, we have a sister. That's so winning. Friends came in that book of Solomon. And that song, he said, hey, we have a sister. What shall we do on the day that she's spoken for? He said, if she's a war, we will dress her up. If she's a door, those are souls. Do you understand that? He said, we have a sister. He said, actually, please read it. Sorry. We're still on time tonight. But you may know that in real terms, if the wall of the door had come for, to you in their numbers, you would sleep with them. You would have. Yes, okay, now you've outgrown that now. You've entered the place of love. So don't look back and start condemning yourself. That's not the point of this. It is now. So you can't look back and say, you know what? I don't know why God is slow to answer. In the no, if he had, what would you have done with the sister? Read it, please. We have a little sister and she has no breasts. Uh -huh. What shall we do for our sister? That's not just sexual things. She's still growing. She's still maturing. She's vulnerable. She has no breasts. Yet not grown. What shall we do? For our sister. On the day. When she is spoken for. Uh -huh. If she is a wall, we will build upon her. We will build upon her a battlement of silver. Our men will begin to understand what the ladies are for. So you didn't have the billion and the dead. He can't give you. you you're, you're broke. And you want to use money to escape being broke. No. You can't. See the little you have and they were gravitating towards you. So, and in your heart you feel, ah, people just love me, man. So God took his stuff and said, they don't love you. They don't love you. They don't like you. They don't care. They are either desperate, they want to marry, or they feel you'll be giving them stuffs. They don't love you. But it's not their fault. They've been, they've been hurt by the world as well. Things have happened to them. Matured, and that's both, 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 both gender. Matured will take them in and say, if she's a war, we will build upon her a battlement of silver. We'll make her more precious. Our new generation men, the prophetic men, they will make our men, more, I mean, our women more valuable. They will appreciate their beauty. They will appreciate their love. They will appreciate everything about them. But they will know, even if I feel like I can't touch her, she's a war. Look at this. We will. We will build upon her a battlement of silver. Ah. And if she is a door. If she's a door means virginity there or not. That's what the door means. But then it means more than that. If she's been. Uh, you see there, there's a problem in using words. But you get it. We will enclose her with birds of cedar. We will never have a man among us. We is not a man's man. A man will say, ah, oh, you see that everybody has been with that. Those are not men. Those are less than men. Those are not hot men. You know, some of you were like that in your former life, right? Yeah, so I can't be with her. If she's a door, yeah, yeah, yeah. we will enclose her with board of cedar. 
beautiful wood. We will not talk about our sister in degrading manner. You don't understand. Like two men in the former nation talking about a girl and I was there. My heart was weeping. I thought, really? Ah, this is why these guys don't have. She, you think she is a door. Take and close me. Don't say, you know, all those guys, you don't, can't trust them. They can't come to church, but <laughs> you don't know. You just don't know what they do outside. Really? Really? If she's a boy, if she's a door, you take cedar, beauty, you make her appreciate herself, and then you show her a man's man. And you don't put blame on her. No matter what happened, it's not her, it's you. You know, if these things be among us, you know there's nothing that can stop this love. Nothing. Will a young man make mistakes? 110 percent. 110. I don't care if you're a pastor or a bishop. You don't even have to be young. Bishops that are older, you, you know what's up. You don't even have to be young. You just have to, when you were young, you went wherever you wish. And God is not holding it against you. If any man holds that against you, the word judged them already. And someone telling me uh, the wrong that someone has done, someone then complained. I said, uh, someone you should go and have conversation with and say, what's up? You are saying somebody. So the person complaining about them, someone that God has rejected. It's not because they are bad or good. God just doesn't, will not take some people into certain realms. Simple. You can't have a conversation. I'll stay with the Song of Solomon for a while, bring some words out for you there. But my emphasis tonight is from the place of separation. The prophet for nations are birthed. Isaiah chapter 1 all the way to chapter 6 is proverbial because in 7, that's Isaiah chapter 1 verse 7, Isaiah himself said in the year that King Uzziah died, his life became proverbial. The definition of the next king will be because of prophets. Last verse or last scripture for tonight. We have different gifts according to the grace Given to each Wait, of us. Where does gifts come from? According, in proportion to the grace. I, I want to show you something quickly. What is grace? Unmerited goodness. So these spiritual gifts, they are based on grace. We have different gifts according to the grace. So I think someone said it tonight. Imagine... A Shadia wanting to be a Nikki. She has no grace to be Nikki. Nikki has no grace to be her. So she will not have gift because there's no grace. Some people, when you begin to operate in a certain movement, a crypto guy, a finance guy, you when you've said, Lord, I receive that grace, you're working in proportion to the, the gift according to the grace given to us. We have different gifts according to something we don't merit. It's not based on your prayer life. It's not based on your fasting. It's not even based on your holiness. It's according to grace. Talk to me. We have different gifts according to the grace 
given to each of us. Therefore, if, if your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. He didn't say now prophesy in accordance to your grace because it's left the place of the um, grace is something that we don't see when it came upon you. It came from the word. So hundreds of people are listening to me tonight but there are certain words standing out to you. That word is telling you about your own gift and your own grace. It stands out. You are hearing it. The person next to you is hearing something else. Are you listening to me? And so now that's grace. We do not see the word. It just looks like I'm talking, right? But this is more than talk. There's power. It looks like Pastor Damien was just talking, right? It looks like Pastor Sam was just doing No, he called, blah, blah, blah. there was a grace. Who's it now? And people were receiving it. Now, when it comes to now saying, it is according to faith. So you can go now and say, that which was installed without it was said but you didn't see when it came it was installed by grace but you, now when it comes to saying you can prophesy on the nation that's why I said you go back to your nation family houses and you say according according to faith oh God oh God do you understand that so a person cannot just wake up it took many years for God to walk on me so that I begin to speak on nations I can speak because now that faith grace has increased to that level otherwise I will be dreaming in vain I will just say I will make them billion I will be saying things you understand but they are not my language are you understanding what I'm saying tonight let him prophesy so I thought prophecy was just something that holds people where we grew up you can hold you grip you and just say and you prophesy uh -uh. the growth, grown man prophecy is, is grown yeah and when he begins to speak is his language it is native language he's speaking it so when Peter speaks about nations it's my native language when you begin to hear there are two words you will hear from me intimacy with God and nation when I begin to speak it it's grown over years so I have faith that faith is unrelenting. That's why I can sit in a certain location and be not doing anything for years and just preaching. I know I will take that nation. I'm just sitting in a corner, Tim Smith corner, Abbeywood corner. Eventually, my name will be everywhere for whatever reason because I know when faith eats me because I was receiving grace. Are you listening to me? This is how to become nation perfect billionaires. You are receiving grace. Word, word, go. I, I don't know how else to say this to you. The number of words many of you hear, people who have access, is too much. Outside of the nation, it's too much. You will not make it like that. It's a lot. That's my dad. It's my mom. It's my uncle. It's my auntie. It's, you've got too many relatives. It's a lot. It cannot work. There's no way you'll have seven and Satan will not have two or three to use per time. In fact, they will, they will be on rota. There's no way. You, re you realize why people don't have access to rich men. You can't. The guy has to keep his space pure, clean. It has to be like minds. It doesn't matter if you're his junior brother. If you're not that like mind, there's nothing to talk about. He can send you money here and there. Because understand the frequency that you're working in now. 
Imagine you want to prophesy over a nation. You are looking at a business in your fellowship, in your church, in power base, in Helix, in COD or whatever. You're looking at it and this business turns over 1K a year. And you want it to do a million. You don't just start praying and shouting. Yeah? You don't just start praying and shouting. You understand this. There are people. Care for everybody. Two, three hundred people in your fellowship. But there's a person that is graced to lift that business at that time. Yeah? You locate people's grace and gifting. Don't pastors quickly locate people's faults. Fault, 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 fault. He did this. This one did that. that. What is wrong with us? What is wrong with humans? Don't locate the fault. Locate the grace. And put them in positions where they can help you. Some people just have unrelenting grace for finances. It's, it's just them. It's their native language. Don't discipline them. Don't tell them what is right or wrong. Leave, leave them. Leave them for one year, okay? Just leave them. How about they are like criminals? Yeah, yeah. Leave them for one year. It's fine. Leave them first. Let God do his work. Leave them alone. <laughs> you understand what I just said now? Leave them. Let their grace maneuver their way. Leave it for a moment. Don't always see. Anyway, yeah. Look at grace. Coming to tell me something about Miriam Mola. Are you crazy? You can't see. You can't see, no? Eyesight, eyesight blind. But you see the masses, right? The masses have opinion. Yet they never vote for the correct leader. How? It means their opinion is faulty. I'm going to look at a person condemned by the world, whatever. I'm going to listen to their grace. Because you see, I've told you before. A straight heart will mend crooked path. But crooked path can never make a heart straight. Grace. I charge you today, you want to grow as a church as people locate grace. So that means you yourself must be a grace man. You must whose grace. It's like nobody can do wrong in front of you. You're just a grace man. You're a grace man. For as leaders, it doesn't mean you don't correct people. You correct them after you've seen their grace. Imagine... Paul was rounding up his whole episode. I said, now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I, I can't even get into the scripture that says those who have received the gift of God and the abundance of grace will reign in life. Do you know what it means to reign in life? They will reign. If you are not reigning, it's the lack of grace. And grace is available. It's just that we don't receive it. We like works. They taught us that hard work is the way to prosperity until we began to find hard-working people. Oh, my days. Hard work. <laughs> so people lifting things at the HQ in Nigeria, at the, at, at the um, heritage quarters, those guys work hard. Those who tell you hard work, that's your destination because that's the height of it. It's not hard work. It's right frequency. 
and that right frequency can't be tampered with with polluted frequency also know me now I can stay in one position for time the better you get the smaller your cycle becomes the smaller your cycle becomes the more you can bless many from a distance I'm telling you that tonight as you're getting better you're a professional you are an administrator you are whatever you are as you're getting better in your craft yeah as you're getting better in your craft all of a sudden you have fewer friends as you have fewer friends all of a sudden you can feed 5,000 I told one of my sons I said I give you a year quiet no he started a school boom newspaper he said I hope you are cool with it of course I'm cool with it what can I say that's the spirit of deaf and dumb because how is quiet newspaper it's the uh, please let's talk forget about whoever it is I don't care isn't that the exact opposite like be quiet then daily times how in any if if a person has not gone if the devil has not grown a person with the spirit of madness it is not possible that you think as human that that's the meaning of quiet as a human forget about this not to now talk of someone with the spirit of god that has a father how how is that possible how can newspaper be the definition of quiet so from that point let me not say you know god has blessed the person it doesn't make sense so am i now supposed to receive that and say wow this is cool how i'll just say thumbs up i'm soon leaving because it won't, it won't work it won't, how will that work the only thing that will come out of such is problems problems So someone has just called me and said, ah, oh, there's even a business opportunity. No, 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 we have to work together. I'm there looking. I'm thinking, am I in this world or in another world? <laughs> What's business opportunity? From human being, man. Man that will tell you something today and wake up tomorrow and try to send you to prison. Human. You heard the voice of God, you ignored it. You're hearing the voice of man. You're getting excited. How? Man. African presidents are the most powerful in the world. They can make a pauper, a billionaire tomorrow morning. But if they tell me what, they are man. They, might, they can even die. Man can promise you something and go tomorrow. The voice of God. A father's voice. Freely you gave. Well, but um, Sam is going to come back and maybe for five or ten minutes, whatever. She's going to lead prayer. So we receive grace. Another scripture says, not tonight, said, for we have received grace for grace. The power, the dynamis of God, the upper balloon megatos that lifts a man from where he will say nowhere, nobody, and lift him up. This is what we're going to experience from much in this house. Suddenly, 
people because now you get it you see you hear i see it i know it that power is look whenever now i close my eyes i see wings of angels i don't see the angel i see wings right i understand what god is saying he wants to lift people like the wings of a jet this this aircraft is about to move in unprecedented way and nothing can stop me nothing i don't care this love is like a fire and imagine all ends join together across the nation family tonight and those who may want to join this family join together in fire in love in unism in unity love saying pity has given the this is where we're going everybody's heart united from family capital to God dynasty from God dynasty to the city of David from the city of David to Paul's family from Paul's family to 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 elite family from elite and the same in Nigeria all the families in Nigeria to inspire from inspire to power base everyone joined in the same array saying if we perish we perish but there is a fire burning on the inside of us I turned to the COD leader I said what's your target for this month he gave me the figure I said next month is one day start yabbing. I said, Give me a figure, stop. I start explaining um, about Jesus is gonna come from Nazareth, and when it comes, three wise men will now meet him on the way. When they meet him, all the students will then come together, and then they will say, This is our man, this is our man. I said, Stop it, man. But it's a faith man, it's a faith man. Things will spring forth from where we do not expect its resources will spring forth but what you need to focus on is that fire of love is it still burning the way you reacted to pity's what three years ago is that is that still the same way because i've not changed i know when pastor kwame was saying that he was with pastor sam he went to a meeting with pastor sam in pastor sam's office meaning his room in his mom's house he said the pastor sam in that big mansion now better than this place it's the same it's the same and i know it's the same i know I know that's what I love because that's me it's the same thing that's how God lived God told me to tell you that resources will begin to spring forth you house fellowship leaders or not house fellowship you're bigger than that you family leaders that's the word you give to your people it will accomplish it with 50 people or 5 if they see your own faith so February we are just like look my head my everything we we are here because we will not stop until we fully establish in West Africa that's the next goal that's what we're doing fully established God told me how to take it I'm telling you now people will spring forth from places that we will not give them money they will be doing things on our behalf that's how we're going to take those nations. They will do, they will spend their own resources and feed people on our behalf. They will campaign on our behalf. Are you listening to me tonight? So lift up your hands and say, I receive grace for grace. So after a few minutes of praying for grace, now you'll begin to prophesy according to the proportion of your faith. You will feel that faith in here and nothing can stop you. Everything everything we've done here i was told it cannot be done everything you can't build a church it's close to me everything we became the biggest youth move this is the biggest youth movement in the world right now if anyone says they are bigger
don't don't be following what the, the number of people following them on the internet they are not following them they are being entertained by them it's entertainment follow is I've turned up you've turned up we're saying we're going for 500k this month you're there you're saying let's do it that's following guess where we're going with this every one of you will become so great it will your parents will marvel they will never have seen such in their life and they will worship God on your behalf we will not despise them they will marvel at what becomes of your life I say this in the name of God Almighty so when I've had daughters now being tried to be recruited by a nation I, again it, it, you should know me by now that's not exciting like oh wow yeah, yeah. no I'm just there I, and he said I've spoken to my leader I've spoken to these and I'm just saying to you that if you say no I'm not going so he spoke she spoke to you simple he would have gone before he didn't send them and nations didn't recruit them someone say I'll just go and find my way around wait for nations to recruit you that's what we are saying why are you in a hurry meaning be patient why where, where, where are you going to why are we in a rat race like we just want to become everything tomorrow breathe let me stop talking if somebody invites me to the corridor of power I have my own power seat why are you rushing I want to do this do that do this do that do this it's so clumsy it, it makes life clumsy isn't it no, I'm only just looking for seat because if the nation family becomes big I become big oh, but you don't know those pastors they can just forget you ask dad ask mom ask them which pastor forgot you you say, oh, you don't know my experience with you. What did you, did you give them? There's grace everywhere tonight. Everywhere. The first grace I hear God say tonight is grace for you not to be little. As David said it. Something will begin to happen in your mind. It will first come as if you are dreaming wild. But it's grace for wealth. Your mind will begin to dream like that. And from there, nobody can stop you. Of course, you'll be submissive to leadership. But witty inventions will come to you. Great inventions will come to you. You will realize why everybody don't need to be singing. I don't need everybody singing about me or Spark Nation. I don't care. I need them. I need more word. I need more soul. I need more wood for the fire to burn. I need more seed for the nation. We need to seed the nations. That's what God is saying to us tonight. Grace for grace.